Welcome back to the Kendra's Treasures podcast, a podcast about me, a small business owner, entrepreneur, and creative with no business background. Join me as I interview other small business owners, entrepreneurs, and creatives to learn their stories, struggles, and of course, their successes. Today's episode is brought to you by Camp Sanaa summer entertainment, networking, and hands-on activities. Camp Sanaa is a safe space for children to virtually learn and be interactive with their peers while illustrating their creative talents and simply being themselves. So today I have a legend with me. This woman has been in the hair business for as long as I can remember, but she has grown and evolved her business and brands more and more over the years. Um, and I'll let her do a little more explaining about who she is, but please say hello to Miss Regina Richardson, the owner of Own Wellness Lounge. Thank you, Kendra. You're welcome. Hello, everyone. I am Regina, um, owner of Brown Sugar Hair and Wellness Studio, um, and um, I also um, own a business with my husband, which is um, Fresh Moody Cafe and Market. Um, and we also owned a wellness um, lounge and suites um, and uh, apothecary. Um, mm-hmm. And I have been in business for myself for over 20 years. Yeah, that, you are like a, 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 a way maker. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess you can kind of say that. It was it an was, uh, um, interesting start, okay. but, um, you know, it... it it was one that I was just willing to go on. You know, I, I always tell people who want to start their own business, you have to work for someone first. So I did do that. Okay, I, I was wondering. Yeah, I've, I've worked. I've, uh, and it's so funny is that I switched fields. Okay. Uh, when I started, I was actually um, really young. Um, you know, I didn't go to college. I went to like a trade school. Okay. Um, but um, I was pregnant with my first son, and I had to make a decision what I was going to do. So I decided to take up... Um, of course, you know, I'm watching TV, and I took up a course in um, medical assisting. Okay. So um, I started doing that, and I did that for probably, um, oh, I started it maybe 19, and I did that until um, I started actually doing here. I kind of got burnt out. Okay. Because I was working a lot, you know. Uh, by then, I had my second son, and I was like, you know what, um, it, it became depressing in a sense, but I've okay. always loved the, um, the healing aspect, you know, the medical field. So that's kind of, it was, it was some, something that I really enjoyed doing. I love taking care of people. So, um, but it became depressing because um, I started working in a hospital and I experienced some things that just wasn't what I wanted. Okay, and yeah. Hair had always been kind of like a hobby. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's kind of how hair came into <laughs> it. It was like, like, how did you switch from going from, you know, working in a hospital and yeah. to doing hair is that it was just a hobby that I just enjoyed doing. And one of my friends, um, she just asked me one day, she was like, what do you want to do? And I said, I want to make a change. I was probably about 26, maybe. No, about 25, 26 in between that age, you know. That's that age where you kind of trying to figure things out. Uh, like, and that's very true. That's very true. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like, I think I want to do this, but I really need a change. So I just decided we had visited her school at Atlanta Tech. And shout out Atlanta Tech. That's where I went. <laughs> and um, she, she just took me around, you know. She was kind of an inspiration to me, too, as well, because she was like, listen, you know, you always got that friend. It's like, come on, girl, we going to conquer the world. So, yeah. so she, was, um, she took me around because she had also... Um, 
went to that school and um, I just decided, I was like, okay, maybe I'll do hair. I don't know, it just was on a whim and I signed up and there it goes. And literally, um, I quit my job. I know that sounds like crazy. That's like, a big step. Yeah, because I was, I was making pretty good money you yeah. know, in the field and, and during that time. But my mom thought I was crazy. You know, you want to go to school to do hair? You know, she used to have this saying, you know, hairdressers come down a dozen. There's so many in Atlanta. I mean, there are, but... So, still. you know, she was thought I was, oh, you, you, you know, you, it's going to be a struggle. But, mm-hmm. you know, that's just kind of like the baby boomers are. They, they're, they're, they teach you to go to school, yep. get a job, yep. and that's where you're supposed to be. Yep. But the funny part about it is that I, um, I learned all my entrepreneurship from my grandparents and my mother. Okay. So she was an entrepreneur too, but she's always worked. So, um, and I, and I didn't realize it until I got a little, um, older is that the drive really came from watching them. Okay. So, um, you know, working for themselves, doing for themselves and and being able to, you know, that was kind of like my drive. So yeah, uh, yeah, I decided to go to cosmetology school and it was over. I just figured like, if I'm going to work hard, I'm going to work hard for myself. Right. If I'm going to clock a clock, you know, nine to five, I'm going to put that time into myself. And that's what I decided. And plus, I was not really a single parent because I don't really call it a single being single parent because Mm -hmm. um, I wasn't married at that time. But my um, children's fathers, um, they always assisted. So we always, I I don't call it a single parent. We would just co-parent. So um, with his support, um, he's like, listen, go back to school. He said, I'll take the boys and... That's what I did. Okay. And um, and I just hadn't turned back since. I just been doing things over and over again. You have. You have so many businesses. I remember. Um, I remember. I think I can remember all of the locations that you've had for your hair shops. <laughs> like, and so I think now this is like your your spot now. Yeah. Um, and this is where we are, and we're in like a kind of like Jonesboro Stockbridge. Yeah, it's I, actually um, Jonesboro. Okay. Um, but we're in Henry County. So oh, okay, that's what like it is. kind of like on that, yeah, the county line is right across the street. Okay. Right? <laughs> but we're located off of Jodico Road. It's um, 3359 Jodico Road. Um, mm-hmm. And Brown Sugar Hair Studio um, used to be a full-service salon. Right. But um, I condensed it down, um, and just it's just me now. Um, you know, things change and you just, but but my mission now is to empower entrepreneurs. Okay. So I am um, building um, a foundation for people to own their own salons. Right. Nail shops and um, whatever, you know, anything that has to do with the healing, healing of of their, their minds. And and, because I think that's what the beauty industry is. Yeah. To me, it's it's about helping someone beautify themselves, but also help them healing themselves too in the process, you know, assistance. So, um, so we have at this location, I have um, three suites that I rent out and Mm -hmm. we just recently got another location too as well. Oh, hey. Mm -hmm. And that's located in still in Jonesboro. Okay. (laughs) I like, I like, you like this area. Yeah. You like this area. I mean, it's a good area though. It's a good area. You know, I think we're just, we, we, we get in the, we get the bad end of the stick Clayton County. Yeah. We have a lot of, we have a lot of talent out here. We do. We do. So, um, 
Uh, we have a new location where um, it's it's called On Wellness Retreat. Okay. Um, it focuses on um, more of the people who do massage and esthetician. So um, we just we just recently acquired that location. So um, we have um, one opening left. So hey, I'm looking for people. Okay, <laughs> that is really good. That's I didn't know you had the new location, uh, so this is new to me. Yeah. Um, I think that I, I love your perspective on the beauty industry and how mm-hmm. part of it is healing because I think that that's not a part of it that people talk about. Yes, like exactly. people get caught up in the, oh, you're just doing this because you want to look like this celebrity mm-hmm. or you want to do this and you want to do that. But And I think that sometimes people kind of, bad talk you kind of in the beauty industry when you want to look better for yourself Mm -hmm. and people kind of get stuck on the fact that you want to look better they don't think about who it's for like they don't think about what that does for you well it does something to someone your your spirit right so to me um the salon has always been that space Mm -hmm. especially for women and men too don't get me wrong in barbershops. Yeah, the barbershops. Um, it's, a, it's a space. It's a healing space. Mm-hmm. Uh, we come we come into salons. I mean, just think things. A lot of things are started in in, in churches, salons, and barbershops. That's true. In the black community. That's you know? true. So um, we, we, we talk, you know, not really politics, but we talk about community affairs. Kind yeah, of things that's definitely. Going on and what affect us and how we can kind of collaborate together. Um you know, and I have this a lot. I have women who come into my shop and, you know, meet each other mm-hmm. and, you know, um, connect. And I, I think it's a beautiful thing, you it know, is. men and women, too, because yeah. I do men as well. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it is. I always, always say, well, I really, my, my clients kind of say, they, they come and they like, this is a comfortable space. They feel comfortable to relax, to kind of let themselves go. Um, and it is kind of a healing process mm-hmm. because it, it makes you feel good to 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 feel better. You know, your hair looks good or whatever, grooming right. you, you know, yeah. it's just part of it. So, yeah, that's my take on it. To go back to your point about a lot of things starting in barbershops, mm-hmm. salons, and Correct. churches, um, and then also going back to where you said you got your drive from your grandparents. Yes. Like, I don't know if you've listened to the episode that I did with my mom, but I found out that my grandmother's father had a barber shop. Oh, wow. Yeah, so he uh-huh. was a barber. My grandmother was also a certified barber and beautician at one point mm-hmm. in her life. Mm-hmm. And then um, my grandfather's parents, they were kind of upper class, but they were like tailors. Mm-hmm. So they had a tailor shop. Mm-hmm. So I think it's interesting um, that a lot of black business owners kind of come from a line mm-hmm. of business owners. We do. I mean, yeah. come on, think about, you know, I know we this may change the subject, but you know, okay. the Black Wall Street. Right. You know, we 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 talk about it, we talk about the destruction of it. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a lot of Black Wall Streets, mm-hmm. a lot of locations in a lot of states. Um, we had that economical power, and I think it's very important that we continue on. Um, right. you know, we we there's nothing wrong with um, working a job, working for someone, right. but you always have to have something of your own, you know, right. because with, during this situation now that we're in, yeah. there's a lot of people who have lost their jobs, mm-hmm. you know, of not just, they've been there several years, 20 years, mm-hmm. 15 years, you know, um, and not knowing what to do, but it has been proven that learning a skill, some type of skill set, mm-hmm. 
that you actually give to someone is, is a proven way for you to make money. Right. You know? Yeah. Don't get me wrong. College is good, but the technical field, the trade field, yeah. it has really showed that, you know, we, especially in the black community, that's something that we, you know, we, we should hold on to and we should learn. Yeah. Just pick up a trade, any kind. It doesn't even matter what it is. Yeah. You know? I totally agree with that. I, um, but see, that's something that I kind of, I kind of had to unlearn because mm. my mom is a boomer. A baby mm-hmm. boomer. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I was always taught you got to go to college, you got to get a job. Yeah. Like, so um, I think I kind of had to unlearn that yeah. after I graduated from college, mm-hmm. after I got a job that, I, that I've been at. Mm-hmm. I've been at my job with my company for 14, 15 years. Mm. Yeah. So half of my life. That's where your age. Yeah. 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 Half of my life I've been with the same company. Mm -hmm. Um, I started when I was 15 and I'm still there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, um, which is not a bad thing because you also own some, you got other businesses. Yeah. See, but, and that's another thing that Mm -hmm. I've also learned. She has also taught me. She was like, yeah, get a job, but Mm-hmm. I'm going to teach you how to draw. I'm going to teach you how to yeah. do this. Like, she really let me Those explore yeah, yeah, my creativity and things like that as a child. And I think that's how I ended up being here. But also, I didn't know this until mm-hmm. recently about my grandparents. I knew about the tailor shop. I did not know about the barber shop. And so, apparently, they were all on, like, the same strip. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. like, how you talked about, there are there were several black Wall Streets. So, that one didn't have necessarily such a, a tragic ending as... Um, Oklahoma, but they did build a highway through it. Mm. So that's how they ended up. So it was either like you got to move your business or it's just going to be gone. So like the tailor shop, they were able to move Mm -hmm. um, because they were kind of upper class black people. Um, But the barbershop, they weren't really. Yeah. So, yeah, but that's that's unfortunate. But, you know, it, it. that, that's still in you. Mm-hmm. The drive is still in you, and I know it's probably going to continue to allow you to drive even more. Yeah. You know, it's it's. But that gave me that spark. Even just, I didn't really think of it. Like mm-hmm. my grandparents, they were. Um, I call them entrepreneurs because what else were they? They yeah. they were like um, they worked for because um, I grew I grew up in Texas in a sense. Well, half okay. the time that's where my family's from. Um, but it's a lot of. Um, my grandfather, he did yards, and my grandmother, she she did housework. So okay. they actually worked together with certain families. So they had, like, more than one family that they would go to, like, Monday through Friday. Okay. Um, in, a, in a sense, now you would think of that as, like, a contract. You know, yeah. the, you know, you're contracting out to do certain services, but to them, that was their survival because they couldn't, you know, my grandfather, he had a fourth grade education, maybe okay. fifth grade education, and my grandmother is about the same, you know, um, and they didn't look at them because they didn't have education during that time mm-hmm. as very unskilled, uneducated people. But they were very, you know, they handled their business. They right. bought their own homes. They bought their cars. You know, they were able to take care of themselves. And um, we never went without anything. You right. Know? So, and, you know, it still gave an, an empowerment for even my mother. She, she, um, she always worked, but she she got the skill of sewing from my grandmother. Okay. And my grandmother, um, because they had to make their own clothes. Yeah. So my gr- my mother now is um, she's she's been sewing all my life. Oh my god, she same. She's, she, <laughs> that, that's just she's just creative. My mother is seventy. Um, how old is she now? Oh my god. Um, she is. She will be seventy eight. She's seventy seven. Okay. And um, she owns a tailor shop. Her and her one of her friends um, in Texas. And um, 
she they just do it to keep themselves busy. Okay. And but they, they, it's a pretty good business. You yeah. Know, it's enough to, for them to pay the rent and pay their bills and yeah. you know. But it's um she still she she did nails when I was growing up. She she sold any and everything. You know. Um, but she was always hustling. Like, right. She always had that hustle mentality. That's the mentality you definitely have. Yeah. And I like, and I mean, I've known you since I was a child, but mm-hmm. like, I've always noticed that about you. Like, you do not really stop. Like, you go, go, go. Like, not in a bad way, but like, you, you work for yourself yeah. and like, you are kind of like one of my, like, not like an idol, but like, you're somebody I look oh, up to thank because. You. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> yeah. But, like, you really, like, I've been able to watch you, like, evolve and, like, grow. And so, like, I guess that kind of brings me to my next question. Like, what do you, do you think that evolution, like, or the ability to evolve as an entrepreneur or a small business owner is important? Like, how, do you think it's very important? Do you think it's, like, a little bit important? No, it is. You have to. You have to evolve into your next Thing that you're going to do. You mm-hmm. have to, I always say you have to have something that's going to drive you. Right. It's going to drive you to the next step and keep going on and on and on. I think um, I had a lot of evolving opportunities, I mean, the situations in, in my career. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even when I first started, um, it wasn't common when I first got my license. Um, literally within six months, I was given an opportunity to where I used to work at Macy's when I first started. Okay. Um, was it Macy's then? It was Riches. Rich, um, yeah, Riches. I remember when it was Riches. Riches, but they, <laughs> they conjoined with Macy's, mm-hmm. and um, they were closing that. They used to have hair salons in there. Really? Yeah, so that was like one of my first jobs, and I also had like a, I was working in a little shop um, just a, down the street so I can have my own clientele trying to build up. Uh-huh. I only had my license probably six months. Okay. And one of the um, managers there, she was like, listen, I got to get rid of all this equipment, and I give it to you for $500, like, shampoo bowls, dryers, and it was, it, okay. it, it forced me to like, Regina, you, do you really want this? Yeah. Do you really want this? So I literally was like, okay, I'm going to accept all this equipment. I'm going to go find me a location. Um, <laughs> yeah, I found the location. Uh, literally, it was a bust. It literally, I think really? I had it for like six months. Okay. But, even though I had the opportunity and, and I tried, um, I closed it down and I went to uh, work for someone else, well, work in another shop just as a stylist. Okay. And literally like two weeks in, the guy, he hadn't paid any of the rent and, I, and the barber was like, listen, um, we can take over. Right. If you want to. I was like, yeah, I got this equipment in storage. Okay. So it was like, okay, opportunity after opportunity presented. It is really up to you to be able to grab hold of it yeah you know and that's really what it is you know and I think I'm being an entrepreneur you have to be fearless you can't be you can't be scared of anything I'm being honest with you that's true so I um I think that's one of the things that I'm just not scared I'm not scared to take the next step because hey I already know what it feels like working for somebody right I already know what it what it feels like putting a cap on my salary right you know so um I'm willing to do whatever I need to Plus, if you have, you know, whatever your driver, during that time, I was I had small kids. So right. I, you Same. Know, I was like, listen, listen <laughs> I got to feed them boys. And yeah. I got boys just like, yeah. got boys just like and, you. So, yeah, they be eating. <clears throat> yeah, so I was like, okay, <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, that is, 
um, I think that that really speaks to the point, like what you said, um, you have to be able to grab hold of that opportunity. When you said you quit your job earlier, I was like, ooh, that is a, that's a big step. It was, it was a huge, like, especially having small children at home. That's a big step to quit your job. I think a lot of times people fantasize about that part Mm -hmm. um, of being an entrepreneur, quitting your job and working for yourself. And they just, I think people fantasize about it and they think it's going to be easy. Mm -hmm. But we all know (laughs) that nothing worth having comes easy. Absolutely right. But don't get me wrong, when I quit, um, I tell this story, but some people, I think you you are aware of that. um, When I quit, I just didn't go to school to do hair. Okay. I also, um, because I wanted to be an entrepreneur, I, I met a lady, um, and she was teaching a tax course. Okay. And, um, oh, yeah, you do. <laughs> and she was like, and I think I was saying to myself, you know, if I'm going to work for myself, I need to know how to handle my books. Oh, my God. So she, she, took, um, she took me in, and she let me work while I was in school, in cosmetology school. She um, let me work in her tax office. Okay. So I learned how to do taxes. And during that time, down, during down season, um, that same girlfriend of mine, she was like, "Girl, you want to be? You want to sell real estate? Because I always love looking at homes." Yeah. Now I knew you were real, a real. Yeah. Time. So I, I was like, <laughs> so literally during that time before I even went into um, got my license, mm-hmm. I had already learned how to do taxes. That was one stream of income. Um, I had got my real estate license. And then eventually I got my cosmetology. So I was thinking, listen, if I arm myself with, I can't quit. Right. I can always reach in. You know, it seemed like a lot because, you know, people people go always like, what are you doing? You're doing too much. Right. But to, me, yes. to me, I felt like, listen, I had a lot of opportunities and I know that I wasn't going to stop. So when it during down season, because in this field, you do have up and down. Yeah. You know, with any seasons, just like the tax service, you know, during the beginning of the year, it slows down for us Mm -hmm. because, um, you know, people go for some reason, they stop getting their hair done because they have all these New Year's resolutions that Hmm. they're going to save money. Uh, That's just what happens. I didn't know. Yeah, so we have cycles. Yeah, Um, I didn't. I I never thought of a hair salon as having a cycle. I would just think that that's something people would always be coming in. Some people, some, some, if you have a consistent clientele. Yeah. and I've been fortunate that I do because I specialize. And right. that's another thing. I specialize in a particular... Um, I've always I've always specialized in natural hair. Right. So um, specialize in natural hair, it was a specialty that other people didn't want. So like, I, I mean, I've been doing this 20 years. And mm-hmm. 20 years ago, natural hair was not common. Right. Because I, I, when I started coming to you, I think I had a perm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, I would talk people out of transitioning. You know, I would talk people out of, um, you know, getting in you know, getting to know their natural hair. So it was something that I knew they couldn't do at home. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of fortunate enough to, for me to be able to, um, to at least help those people transition right. out, explore the natural hair, because I believed in it. Um, right. And, you know, that revolution is a whole nother topic. <laughs> and, um, and so, you know, during those times, I would do taxes at the beginning of the, the you know, first oh, of the year. Okay. And then when, of course, when, you know, spring comes around, Easter, that's when it picks back up. Right. So, of course, um, Easter, yeah. yeah. And then, you know, I would, you know, I've always, you know, I love selling houses. So I, um, I sold houses during that time too, okay. you know, just here and there, just to, you know, so it worked. It worked for me. It worked for me to be able not to go back and work a job. Right. Um, and I was fortunate enough. I know it's not, you know, my, my situation may, 
have been a little different than others, but you know, I always tell people just keep just keep going. I know it gets tough because it has gotten tough. Yeah, you know? it was tough for me to close down my first shop. I thought I was yeah, I thought like, I had failed. Like I was like, oh my god, but. Yeah. I always say God sometimes closes one door for another bigger door to open. Right. You know, so um, sometimes you think you're, you know, when that, that door or that door you're walking through may end in a, you know, you, sometimes you got to turn back around and go through another door. Right. So that's kind of where um, I say, you know, just keep striving. You know, it, it, it's not easy. It yeah. really isn't. It's kind of like the analogy of the arrow when they say an arrow has to be pulled back in order for it to go forward. Exactly. Um, it's yeah. like that. And I definitely, um, I know with my waist speed business, I definitely have seasons. Yeah. <laughs> the season for waist beads is spring and summer yeah. <laughs> and a little bit of fall. And uh-huh. then after that, it's like fall, winter. People mm-hmm. are just kind of like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be out. My skin's not going to be out. Mm-hmm. My body's not going to be out. Unless the, it's somebody who is using them for the healing purposes or mm-hmm. for um, if they're using them like specifically for weight gain, weight loss mm-hmm. purposes. Like other than that though, mm-hmm. I have like a strong maybe like five or six customers mm-hmm. <laughs> in like the winter but, months. But I want to tell you this. Um, <clears throat> that's kind of how my other businesses evolved. Right. From um, because when the natural hair, I was the only one. I probably, it was probably maybe Maybe 15 years ago, it was probably maybe five of us in the city, 10, maybe. Yeah, they weren't a lot. Very little. But as the years started to come, you know, more people started to get known. And I was training some girls, too, Mm -hmm. as well. I had some, um, I had full service salon. So um, some girls came to work with me, you know, and they moved on and they started to develop their own, Mm -hmm. um, which was great. I love that. Um, So um, I have always been into natural, natural hair, natural products, Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm really big, everyone knows I'm big on nutrition. Yes. I love, I'm serious about the, of healing the body, because once you start to take certain things out, especially with the relaxers, um, your mind starts to change. And that is so true. I remember I let my relaxer grow, I was in my sophomore year of college, and I was like, I'm just going to let it grow out. And I let it grow out, and then, I don't think I, I don't remember cutting the ends of it off, but I remember letting it grow out. Mm Mm-hmm. That's what I remember. <laughs> yeah. So it's it's that particular um, situation where I started to, you know, learn more about food, foods, healing foods. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I became a vegan. And, yeah. Um, you know, things started to change. And, um, you know, my husband, he was working at that time because at that time I got married. And um, he was working. And I, I would say, I'm gonna, you know, I'm going to help you retire. Mm-hmm. And he was, he just laughed, you know, so I really, I don't know what made us, um, I always loved to cook. I would okay. have to create, cause I had started to develop this, um, this real severe allergies around this time when I started transitioning my diet. Okay. Um, and I found out I was sensitive to, it's called food sensitivities. I was sensitive to certain foods that I was eating. Okay. And, um, so I really, I just went on this really super clean diet. Okay. And um, started kind of making my foods and um, learning about clean eating and stuff of that. So all these recipes just started to come while I was making all this food. And um, people liked it. And yeah. I was like, listen, let's open a cafe. First first year, he's like, no, nah, wait, wait, we're just not ready. <laughs> um, but, you know, I, I have a way of persuading my husband all the time. He always say, when you think of an idea, that means tomorrow. Yeah. That's okay. just me. I just... <laughs> 
I mean, that's how I got the podcast started. I literally thought of it, and I was like, hmm, I think I can do it. And yeah. then, because I, I already had a microphone, mm-hmm. um, because I was I do another podcast with one of my good friends. So I was like, I have a and microphone. And I love it, by the way. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was like, I have a microphone. I can do a solo podcast. I know it's going to be difficult, but I just need to get guests. And I think I can do it about small business. I was like, because mm-hmm. I like talking about it, and I wanted you know, people yeah. to hear about the ups and downs and know that they could do it because there are mm-hmm. so many small business owners really like literally within arm's reach, yes. like around you. Yes. Um, everybody so, is, I think everybody has a small business yeah. cooking in, in Oh yeah. Mind. You know, they just need to step out there. You know, I, don't be fearful. Just do it. Yeah. Hey, you already know what the other side looks like. Yeah. I literally <laughs> recorded my little intro and put it out there and then told my husband and my mom. Wow. <laughs> That's and so here I am on episode four. <laughs> oh, see, look at you. <laughs> but yeah, that's how that's how kind of fresh movie came about and um me and my my, my kids, because uh, we have four kids combined, we were working it a little bit and we weren't doing it right. So my husband's like, uh-uh, I'm quitting my job. He quit his job. Okay. He had been with his job 15 years. And Literally, he has not looked back. He yeah. is he is the centerpiece. A lot of people know him by Ishay. Okay, we know him by Carlton. Yeah, we do. <laughs> <laughs> but he, um, most of the people that go in at the shop, they know him by Ishay, mm-hmm. um, and he. He makes it his business to make sure that everyone has a uh, customer service is really highly important to him. Yeah, in at, at Fresh Moody Cafe, so he. Um, and some people get upset when he's not there. But my, my sister, she um, she is there too. She, okay. she she's one of his managers, so she you know she she helps out a lot. So we are. Um, he's actually now. Um, I hope he don't mind me telling this, <laughs> <laughs> but he's branching out um, and doing the food trucks. Oh, so he, yeah, nice! He is, he is getting a food truck, um, and I'm kind of, kind of happy for him because he he loves getting out. He yeah. loves talking to people. He definitely <laughs> loves talking to people. Like if yes. I, y'all probably have never met her husband, if you have, you know him. He loves to talk. He's yeah. very funny. Yeah, he's a nice guy. Yeah. So he that that's his next venture that he wants to do, and possibly um, scout out, and you know, to be able to do a second location, um, yeah. a fresh movie cafe. So yes, so that's um, what he's. Yeah. So hey, we. We're just trying, you know. We, we y'all are y'all are more than trying. Y'all are doing, okay. <laughs> and it's been it's been hard. It yeah, has, it, we, it's been real hard because a lot a lot of people know underneath that we don't work well together. Because we no. it's it's not that we because you know we truly adore each other. Right. It's just we are very both driven. Yes. So in relationship wise, we sometimes know that because. The little thing is that I was kind of a somewhat of a single parent. I'm going to say co-parenting. Yeah, co-parenting. Yeah, Yeah, but, you know, I was in my own household with my boys. Right. And he actually was a single dad as well. Okay. His two boys. So for a while. So it kind of, you know, when you combine that kind of mental. Yes, very strong. strong Strong-minded two people. So we, you know, um, sometimes we have to learn our balance. But, you know, we have to come back for another But you're a Libra though, right? (laughs) Yeah, so you're all about balance. I am, but I can get off balance, girl. <laughs> Can't we all? Like, don't we I, all? My, get off I, I strive to stay balanced. Okay. But sometimes you know you can, you know it 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 be a swift balance. You know, uh, tilt of the of the scales if you get me off balance. But yeah, we're we're you know we have learned over the years to um, 
we have to pick our, our battles. Yeah, right? definitely. So um, I already knew that that even though you know I'd helped develop some of the recipes, mm-hmm. um, he is the driving force. Right. He is the one that to implement the structure, and I had to learn to step back. Okay. And it was kind of hard because I'm like, oh. You know, I really w- want this, but mm-hmm. he was like, "No, nah, Regina, stay in your lane. Go on over there and do your hair." And I got this, and yeah. so I had to like, okay. But that's yeah. that's good for you though, because it allows you to focus more yeah. on your specialty. Yeah, so. and um, which is like more than hair. I feel like it's just like healing at, in general. Yeah, so. um, I've always felt a sense of comfort being around oh. you. So. <laughs> Thank you so much. You're um, welcome. Yeah, well, I, I, it, it's important. It's important because um, I think every person that I um, service mm-hmm. or used to come, you know, even when I used to have the full service salon yeah. um, with the other stylists working, um, I think our mission was to make sure people feel that sense of it wasn't just about hair. It's coming to a space where you can feel comfortable enough to mm-hmm. relax get your hair done and feel good walking out the door. Right. No drama because we don't do drama. No. It's always calm. Yeah. And, and um, you know, I talk to you, but I try to, you know, give you your space to be able to, you know, if you want to talk, we talk, you know, because that is, you know, as hairstylists, we sometimes become counselors in mm-hmm. a sense. Definitely. Um, but I, I appreciate that because mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm appreciative of people being able to share with me things that they're going through. And yeah. plus, the head is such a sacred space. Right. It's a sacred space, um, you know, that old saying, you don't let anybody, you know, in your head. Right. It's a true statement yeah. because you are, you know, that is your, your you know, in, in metaphysics term, that's your, your crown, right. your, 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 um, your higher self. Mm-hmm. And someone working over you doing that, and right. they really are not, have good intention behind it. You know, Ooh. that transfer of energy can, can be very not good. So yes. I make sure that, um, you know, if I'm not in good space, I leave that outside. Bring When I come in here, I'm always, you know, making sure right. I give a good experience to my customers. So, right. Um, with that involved, the next thing with this, we're in our yoga room. Right. We're in her yoga room. <laughs> it's a beautiful space, too. It's a yoga room, and also it's been a party room, yeah. and it's also been um, your festival room. Yeah. So we... <laughs> The multi-purpose room. Um, with that evolution with the food, I started to also um, learning the healing arts of yoga. Yes. So, uh, girl, I, it's, it never ends. You keep asking me what I do. <laughs> I became a yoga instructor, and um, I just love, you know, being able to allow your body to move in motion to be able to heal itself so you can release whatever it needs to release. So, yes. you know, you and your mom took a couple of my classes. We have. We have. Um, I loved your outdoor yoga, oh, um, yes. your series. Yeah. That was good. And then I will never forget the day that I came in here to do yoga after my 30th birthday. Ah. And I was, I, I had went out and I had been partying. And remember. <laughs> you remember? And you made us do something and it, you were like, it's going to get your your gut and your stomach moving and blah, blah, blah. And I just remember I felt okay coming in and then I had to get up and walk and quickly like leave the class, expeditiously run to the bathroom to vomit because it definitely got to my gut moving. Like... <laughs> 
was a, that was the night before. Yeah, that was the night before. It was and coming out. It. It was See, you were helping to release. And you felt great. You I was did. like, you was like, well, did I feel great? Right. I felt great afterwards. I was like, wow, this I released. And <laughs> but yeah, I love um, I love the yoga aspect. I don't um, know too many kind of I guess black yogis. It's a lot of us out there now. Now? Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a practice that we practice. Mm-hmm. And it's really, I don't really, you know, even though we classify as an instructor, I just think that we practice together. You right. know, I'm just sharing something that I've learned with the people that come um, that helps me. It helps balance me. It helps um, balance my day, strengthen your, your abilities and your muscles, mm-hmm. um, even your mind, because it's a lot of breathing. It is a lot of breathing. A lot of breathing. A lot yeah. of breathing and holding positions. Um, but it also strengthens you. You know, I think it strengthens your will. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, to be able to know that you, you can stand strong and you can do whatever you want to. So it's empowered me, too, as well. I love yoga. So, yeah. Um, yoga was a, such a perfect thing for you to kind of get your hands yeah, in. Yeah, but you. COVID has stopped us from doing what we need to do. I know. That's all right. You can do, but you could do like an, another, I mean, you could do another outdoor series. They just I have to be could. six feet apart with yeah. your outdoor because you know COVID doesn't do well outside no it doesn't <laughs> you could oh, always hopefully another... this weather let up <laughs> yeah because it did we did have a little storm here yeah. last night so so um yeah so yeah that's kind of I don't know Kendra what, what else you got for me girl <laughs> what else do I have for you pretty much answered all of my questions and everything that um we talked about okay I do have a question I didn't ask do you think it's important to put a time limit on your business goals Yes, I think it's 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 always a way to to know if that's a direction that you you're, you need to go in. Because sometimes you have to change them; they do change. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't be so stuck on uh, I'm going to do it this way. You right. got to also allow it to evolve, you okay. know, in a sense. But you know, still have structure. But it's it's to me, I use it as a gauge. You know, like if this is not working, mm-hmm. maybe I need to revamp. Right. When I, what direction I'm meeting. And it's happened a lot for me. Yeah. Literally, it has. I'm thinking that I'm going to do this, like, I'm going to do this. And I write it all down. Mm-hmm. I start implementing it. And I start getting blockages. And, right. You know, and then I start, okay. And I, you know, because I've learned you can't keep running into that same wall. You know, you can't. Yeah. You have to learn to kind of back up a little bit and let's reevaluate some things. Maybe we need to try it a different way. Or maybe we just need to revisit it later. Right. Yeah, I so. mean, that's true. So I like the fact that you said you use it as a gauge. I feel like in so many points in my own life, I feel like people, other people have put time limits on certain things. Like you have to graduate college in four years. You can't spend more than four years in college. That is like literally all I heard when I was going into college. So I was like, Jesus Christ, I have to graduate <laughs> in four years. But Towards the end of my college career, and I did graduate in four years, but towards the end of my college career, I kind of wish I had switched my major, Mm -hmm. which would have made me have to stay an extra, like, year and a half. Mm -hmm. But, again, I had other people in my head telling me, no, four years, that's it. You can't stay. So I didn't switch my major, but I noticed that a lot of the things I love have to do with what my minor was, which mm. was visual arts. Yeah. Um, but you now, that? I mean, that's my thing. Yes. I, that's why I'm like, I just feel like I should have switched my major. But that's not <clears> something <throat> I can go back but, and dwell on. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I think even though you went through that, mm-hmm. um, that phase, you you know, you you because you major in English, right? Right. I did. Um, and it gave you kind of the 
best of both worlds because you you became a teacher and yeah. um, and then you still was able to use your visual arts anyways because that's that's, you're just naturally gifted. Aww. You know you are. You <laughs> are look, look, you're just naturally gifted, and so you continue. Um, I think it kind of gave you both. You know what I mean? Because you really, even though you, if you did decide to take that extra year, what would you have learned? Uh, I, I guess I probably would have learned more about like the basics um, of like. Visual arts. Oh, okay. I probably would have focused a little more on the photography aspect because you know mm-hmm. I love photography. Mm-hmm. Um, so I probably yeah, would have definitely you, you you even through your because um, you take photos now. Yeah. You know, and you've actually actively been in school. I'm gonna say that. Right. Yeah. Because you through life. Right. Life experience. School. <laughs> experiences. Yeah. And um and you've probably learned a lot. So hey. Yeah. While you was making money. That's I mean that and that's true. That's a great way to look at it. That is a great way to look yeah. at it. So you know, but it was your life was flowing. Right. Even though it was flowing and I think sometimes even though we question that we should have, woulda, coulda, shoulda. Mm-hmm. Um Sometimes the way the direction it's supposed to go just allow it to flow, and yeah. then um, because you know you, you're doing great at what you're doing, and congratulations you. on your new position. Oh, thank you. Yes, <laughs> yes. For those of you uh, who don't know, I used to be a teacher, and now I'm an administrator. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, it's a new position. It's interesting, but um, also I wanted to say when you made the point about leaving what you had outside the door. When I was in the classroom, mm-hmm. I would definitely make sure I left whatever I had going on outside mm-hmm. that classroom door yeah. um, before I walked in because it uh, working with children is I, I can relate it back to working with somebody's head yes. because I am yes. I'm working with your head it's in a sense of I'm, yeah I'm teaching you I'm showing you um it, like I'm showing you uh, God, examples mm-hmm. of what should be done and what should not be done and mm-hmm. I'm I am your teacher mm-hmm. so like as your teacher as an educator I had to leave things outside the mm-hmm. door like because whatever I had going on in my personal life has nothing to do with the kids in my class exactly it has nothing to do and so like I guess in in a sense for you it has nothing to do with your clients exactly like they're here for a service the kids were there for a service yeah and they were there for me to teach them, Mm -hmm. to be kind to them, Mm -hmm. to show them how to be kind to others, and to do all of that great stuff. So, like, I have a pretty good uh, rapport with past students and Mm -hmm. parents as Mm -hmm. well, because all my students were, like, five and under. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I have a pretty good rapport with them. But let me see. Do I have one more question I want to ask you? Okay, my last question. Mm So what are some inspiring words or advice that you give to a new entrepreneur? I was going to say young entrepreneur, but I scratched it out because I feel like, um, specifically speaking about myself, mm-hmm. I started being an entrepreneur at like around like 25, 26, mm-hmm. that, that's, that's really that age. So like, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. young, but like, I don't know. I don't feel like it's that young, but mm-hmm. I feel like at any point in your life, if you decide you're ready to be an entrepreneur, you can mm-hmm. be an entrepreneur. So that's why I said new. <clears throat> um, say one of the things that when people say they want to start their own business I always say what are you passionate about so because that passion is going to continue to drive you when you're not making the money right Um, and I always say I know this may sound crazy but I say whatever you decide to do you make sure that you'll do it with say for instance somebody asks you to do it for free Right. But it still will sit easy on your heart. Yes. So, um, you know, if, if you feel, you know, that's to me is passion and drive. Uh, whatever business you decide to do, mm-hmm. don't do it for the money. Don't get into a business because you're looking for the money because the money is going to come if you're doing it, if you're passionate about it. Right. Um, 
what other advice? Um, you know, customer service, this is one of the things that um, I run across a lot. Mm -hmm. um, you have to know how to treat people because people are spending money with you. Right. Um, and, and we, money is, it, it, even though it's tangible, it's an energy behind that money because mm -hmm. we work for that money. And once we right. get it in our hands, it, it's, it's an energy. So when we pass it to someone else and we don't feel like we, we're getting some form of reciprocity, it's going to be a problem. Right. And then we already, as black businesses, get a... Listen. We, customer services feel like we, we own pins and needles. It's I like, have <laughs> a whole... I have a whole story, but we can't fit it in on this episode, but... <laughs> I know you have some stories about yes, black I, business and working with black people. Yeah. Like it is it's but we have to stop doing that. We have right. to stop being crabs in the barrel. We have to stop trying to pull each other down and, and you know, I always tell people, listen, y'all go to Walmart and you have them long lines, yes. horrible customer service, mm -hmm. and you keep going back. Right. But if you have one bad experience with a black owned business, you you'll talk about them, post mm -hmm. it on Facebook. One experience, One. but she, why can't you come to that sister? Because she could just be having a wrong bad day. Right. Pull it to the side and say, "Look, you know, you know, your customer service was off this a little bit. Right. You know, can you, you know, so I can correct myself. Right. I can make sure that I'm providing because sometimes you don't know because you just, you know, being an entrepreneur um, is different from being a person who has uh, a skill." Because you just have a skill doesn't necessarily mean that you're an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. um, it, it's, a, it's a different definition. because, And you have to make sure if that's something that you want to do. Because being owning your own business means you need to know about finances. Right. You need to know about business strategies. Mm -hmm. um, you know, if, if you're going to use your own money or borrow someone else's money, you mm -hmm. have to know how the business works and how a business plan, how to implement it. Customer service, you know, you're dealing with HR, hiring people. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, you have so many titles. Like, sometimes I, like, the, that's why I tell you, it's not easy. You know, it's not easy having all these businesses and work, having people because you try to cater. So what I've learned through the years is put people in place mm -hmm. who have that ability and that skill to, um, to do the things that you know that you're not strong at. So, right. like, I have a manager. Okay. You know, I have an accountant. Okay. You know, yeah. um, I have an assistant. You know, I have I have all these things, people behind me that help me and support me mm -hmm. because that's what's going to take me to the next level. Right. Because you can't do everything. That's true. You know, because you get burned out. Yeah. And this is not, this is something that was passed on from another entrepreneur because I also take it. I love talking to other entrepreneurs that that is, you know, has had great businesses before me right? and getting information. So continue to talk to people and learn and make sure that you're teachable. Yes. yes. And that's very important yes. to make sure you're very open-minded, um, be open-minded to your clients, be open-minded to your, your, um, you know, anyone who has anything to say to sow into your business mm -hmm. and take it in, mm -hmm. you know, so that's kind of my tidbit. Okay. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for allowing me to on this podcast. It was wonderful. It's my first one. Yes. Um, <clears throat> may your 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 businesses and your your podcast continue to flourish. Aww. And I appreciate you, Kendra. You're such a beautiful spirit. And I, and I know, you know, I always say so it's you know, so it ahead. You know what I'm saying? Um, 
is very important as, as sisters. Mm-hmm. We have to support each other. Yes, absolutely. Um, I believe in sisterhood and brotherhood. Yeah. And, and a union in our community. Yes. But continue, you know, I always say, let's make Black Wall Street again. You know, hey, we got to make our black dollars to continue to circulate within our own community. Because yes. that's the only way we're going to grow. Yes, that's true. Okay. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining me on another episode of the Kendra's Treasures podcast, my podcast about me, a small business owner, entrepreneur, and creative with no experience in business. I didn't go to school for this. I'm literally just out here doing it. Editing Kendra here. So I forgot to plug my Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. So follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. My Instagram is Kendra's Treasure underscore underscore chest. My Twitter is K double underscore underscore. And my YouTube is Kendra's Treasures.